0: In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful, I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah, and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger. We continue the class on the description of the Salah, and this is part number 5, and this part deals with the opening du'a, with the opening du'a we have covered (coughs) the one type of du'a in the last class and the question uh, now is are there other types of opening du'as in the salah the answer is yes there are different types of opening du'as and in fact, Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah uh, authored a treatise uh, covering the types of du'a which is known as uh, du'a al-istiftah the opening supplication and <coughs> some of these opening du'as are affirmed in the sahihayn meaning in al-Bukhari and in Muslim and others are uh, uh, others appeared also as authentic in the Sunan and <coughs> from that which appeared in Sahih al-Bukhari and in Sahih Muslim is the hadith of Abi Huraira is the hadith is the narration of Abi Huraira may Allah be pleased with him when he said كان النبي sallallahu salati?" When the Prophet ﷺ used to make the takbir uh, from for the salah, he used to pause for a while. He used to pause for a while. So I said to him, "Bi anta wa ummi ya Rasul "Bi abi anta wa ya May my parents be sacrificed for you, O Messenger of Allah. Ara'ita sukutaka bainat takbiri wal مَا matakul <laughs> Concerning your pause between the takbir and the recitation, what do you say? What do you say in this pause? So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi said, Akulu, I say, اللهم باعد بيني وبين خطاياي كما باعدت بين المشرق والمغرب اللهم نقني من خطاياي كما ينقى الثوب الابيض من الدنس اللهم اغسلني من خطاياي بالماء والثلج والبرد the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam told him the following dua O oh Allah, separate me from my sins as you have separated far the east and the west. O oh Allah, cleanse me of my sins as white clothes as white cloth is cleansed from dirt O Allah wash me of my sins with water, ice and snow so this is one another type of dua' al-istiftah dua' of supplication for the opening of salah And, as the scholars, may Allah's mercy be upon them, made it clear, it is better to diversify in the du'as. One time you do one type, another time you do another. Why? In order to cover the sunan. In order to cover the ways of the Prophet, والسلام, all of them. And also in that there will be Ihya'un lil Sunnah, revival to the Sunnah of the Prophet, not only that, but rather this is Ahdar lil Qalb. This brings the presence of the heart. Because if the person follows a certain way and sticks to it it becomes like a habit now let us go now for the explanation as our Shaykh the explanation covering this hadith the explanation and the meaning of this hadith meaning this supplication for istiftah opening the salah Here, as affirmed in this hadith of Abi Huraira, that the Prophet ﷺ used to pause for a short while, and it is the keen sense of Abi Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, for knowledge and for seeking knowledge, attested to, in fact, by the Prophet ﷺ himself, which drove him to ask as to what the Prophet ﷺ says during this moment of pause. In fact, the attestation to Abu Hurairah's seriousness about seeking the knowledge came in the following encounter with the Prophet ﷺ. When the Messenger وسلم, told him once, or when he rather asked the Messenger, وسلم, Ya Rasulullah, man as'adun nasi bi shafa'atik, he asked him, O oh, Allah's Messenger, who will be the luckiest person who will gain your intercession, meaning on the day of resurrection? The Prophet والسلام, answered, لَقَدْ ضَمَنْتُ أَلَّا يَسْأَلَنِي أَحَدٌ عَنْ هَذَا غَيْرُكَ لِمَا أَرَى مِنْ حُرْصِكَ عَلَى الْعِلْمِ The messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم said O Abu Hurairah I have thought that none will ask me about this before you As I know you And as I know your longing For the learning of hadith then he answered him by saying As'adun-naasi bi shafa'ati man qala la ilaha illallah min qalbihi He told him The luckiest person who will have my intercession on the day of resurrection will be the one who said la ilaha illallah min the one who said there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah sincerely from the bottom of his heart. So here, when Abu Huraira anhu saw that the Prophet s.a.w. paused between takbir and between recitation, knowing that the salah, all of it, is remembrance. All of the salah is remembrance whether in action or in saying he knew that the Prophet ﷺ must be saying something so he told him what do you say in this moment of pause he told him Allahumma ba'id O Allah distance me and separate me from my sins as you have separated the east and west Here it means that He Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam asked Allah To separate him, to distance him From his sins As Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Distance between the East and West And this separation between the East and West When people use this statement They want to Express the great remoteness of two things when they compare them so people exaggerate when they want to describe the distance between two things either they say the distance between the earth and the heavens or that between the east and the west and here the Prophet ﷺ invoked Allah, bayni wa bayna oh Allah distance me from my sins meaning distance me and so that I don't indulge in doing the sins not only that and between me and between the Consequences Of doing sins Meaning the punishment And also in his statement He said O Allah cleanse me Of my sins As White cloth Is cleansed from dirt And this means It tells That he intended the sins Which occurred from him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because he said naqini minha purify me as the white cloth or the white cloth is purified of dirt or filth it becomes clean, white clean mentioning the white because it is the most of the clothes that gets affected rather easily by dirt and filth, in contrast with, for example, the black, and that's why during the winter days, the black or dark clothes stays longer on the person, however, the white ones stay for shorter periods, it turns dirty easily. Then afterwards he ﷺ said in the invocation O Allah, Allahumma gsil min khatayaya bil ma'i thalji wal O Allah, cleanse me of my sins with snow, water and ice Of water, snow and ice So in the first statement seeking distance between himself and the sins, so that I don't indulge in sins, then if I do, then purify me from them and remove their consequences by what? By purification. In this case he mentioned the water, the snow and the and the and the ice. What is the occasion of using the snow the water and the ice? Knowing that the warm water is more effective in cleaning. The people of knowledge said rahimahumullah they said it is because the sins the consequences of sins lies in punishment in hell and hell fire is intense in heat, and fits, therefore, the purification of something hot with something cold. So, in the water, there is the cleansing, and in the ice and the snow, there is also, no doubt, there is cleansing. However, the ice and the snow, being mentioned here is for cooling, and such an explanation, there is no doubt that it has its good merits of standing. This is the meaning of the hadith of Abi Huraira, still however remains to be asked, does really the Prophet ﷺ commit sins? The answer let us listen to what the Prophet said in the du'a. "Allahumma اغسلني min خطاياي O oh Allah, wash me or cleanse me of my sins. Cleanse me of my sins. So, he attributed them to himself. And then he said, in another hadith In another invocation which came in Sahih Muslim Allahum maghfir li dhanbi kullahu liqahu wa jullahu ala wa sirrihi awwalahu wa akhirahu O Allah forgive me all my sins forgive me my forgive me all my sins Small and great First and last Open and secret Open and secret And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Mentioned in surah Muhammad In chapter 47 verse 19 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَاسْتَغْفِرْ Wastafir Lidambika Walil Muminina, Walmu Minat Wastafir Lidambika Walil Muminina, Walmu Minat in Surah Muhammad Chapter 47, Verse 19. And seek forgiveness for your sin and for the also for the sin of the believing men and the believing women and also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Fatih chapter 48 verse 2 لِيَغْفِرَ لَكَ اللَّهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِن ذَنْبِكَ وَمَا تَأَخَّرُ that Allah may forgive you your sins of the past and the future and complete His favor on you and guide you on the straight path the matter however Is and this is the whole matter is the continuity on the sin or not with respect to the Prophet? The answer there is no continuity. Because the Prophet is infallible in this respect. Infallible? Because he is protected from being from continuing on sin, infallible in being protected from continuing on sin, and forgiven in contrast to others, who may sin and continue on that, and who may not be forgiven. However, with the Prophet it's inevitable That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring note to him Notify to him Irrespective of the matter As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Admonished the Prophet alayhi salatu salam In Surah Al-Tahreem Verse 1 66 verse 1 Ya ayyuhannabiyu Lima tuharrimu مَا أَحَلَّ اللَّهُ لَكَ تَبْتَغِي مَرْضَاتَ أَزْوَاشِكَ وَاللَّهُ غَفُورٌ رحيم. O Prophet, why do you ban for yourself that which Allah has made lawful to you seeking to please your wives Allah is of forgiving, most merciful this is the decisive matter in this issue With respect to this matter, with respect to this issue, which is a source of dispute amongst people, it remains to be reminded, however, that there are certain sins, and with certainty and without any doubt, that the Prophet is completely protected from indulging in. This includes lying. Reason. Because if it is said that this is possible with respect to the Prophet والسلام, then this will constitute censoring and rendering the message or reputable or repukeable. And this would never ever take place. Similarly, he is infallible from committing anything which may affect in a negative way the foundation of worships and also the essence of morality, like shirk, like despicable character like indulging in zina fornication and or adultery and the like however with respect to the other minor sins this is possible and they are expiated and forgiven and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave him forgave his first and last The Sheikh Rihmahullah said, "On this, قلت I have mentioned this here because some of the scholars, may Allah's mercy be upon them, said that whatever is mentioned concerning the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam sins, then this refers to the sins of his ummah because he." is infallible, does not commit any sin whatsoever. And whatever sin he attributed to himself, that means, according to their saying, the sins of his ummah. And there is no doubt, the Shaykh added, الله, ضعف, that this saying is has weakness in it. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Asserted in the verse in Surah Muhammad Chapter 47 verse 19 Mu'minin Seek forgiveness for your sin And for the sin of the believers And here there is the Letter وَالْمُؤْمِنِينَ And the believer And this is an article Or a letter of conjugation al and conjugation indicates distinction. When there is a conjugation between two words, there is a distinction in meaning. And in fact, that the Prophet ﷺ attributing some sins to him, does not in any way stand as something as incompletion in his message, or in completion, in the deen or in his character or something like that or imperfection not at all why? because he does not continue on that and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not approve him on that not only that, he is also forgiven and here we mention that many times the person is better after the sin than before it so many times the person sins and indulge or fall in sin then he finds in himself humility before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before the hands of Allah the most mighty and most majestic and longing for repentance and then he sees his sin fixed before his eyes. On the other hand, the person may see himself, a person may see himself as an obedient person, and that he is from the people of obedience, and therefore he becomes arrogant and proud, and does not return to Allah in repentance. And this will corrupt his being for himself. And Allah the most mighty and most majestic is Hakim, is all wise he عز وجل may afflict with the sin so that to correct the condition of a person and Adam عليه السلام هل حصل لآدم الاجتباء إلا بعد المعصية والتوبة منها Listen to what Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala said in Surah Taha concerning Adam, chapter two, verse one hundred and twenty-two. Then his Lord chose him, chose him, when, after committing the sin, and after he repented. Then his Lord chose him and turned to him with forgiveness and gave him guidance. Also. Examine the situation With those from the companions Who stayed behind And did not share In the conquest of, the conquest of Tabuk In the battle of Tabuk What happened to them? There is no doubt That Their state of Iman Intensified afterwards And their status Raised to higher levels Before Higher than the levels they had before And would you imagine That verses being recited Until the day of resurrection Concerning the affair of these three Who stayed behind Except for the fact that What occurred to them from Iman And from repentance Would you imagine this to occur without that? certainly no. Verses mentioned, recited until the Day of Resurrection concerning their situation, because there was an intense change in their situation. So what is important that the man, that the person, person is not infallible concerning sins and errors. However, the Prophets are infallible, in the sense that we have discussed, that is, no continuation on an error or a sin, and that they repent, and they must repent, and Allah forgives them. Case, is it permissible to combine the two opening supplications, doing them at the same time before recitation of the Quran? The answer no. Because the evidence for this is in the fact that the Messenger answered Abu Huraira by teaching him this supplication, not mentioning the previous supplication which we learned earlier Subhanakallahumma Wabihamdik, indicating that they are not to be combined together. There are other opening supplications and they are long and these are fit for the night prayer, because the night prayer is long. And or the person may say them if he is praying alone. However, if he is praying in congregation as an imam, then it will be difficult for those praying with him, that the imam stays pausing for a long time, bringing forth these supplications and we know now that the Prophet used this narration of dua while making the congregational prayer himself and therefore he is our best example to follow case can these opening supplications be used in salat al-janaza in the funeral prayer answer, there is difference of opinion amongst the scholars some of the scholars said they may be used, because the funeral prayer is a type of prayer and generally the Prophet salatu opened the salah with after takbir with a dua the other opinion is that they are not to be used because Salatul Janazah is light. There is no Ruku' no sujood, no tashahud. Indicating that the legislator, in this case with respect to Salatul janaza took care of the fact that it is a light prayer and this opinion is closer, the closest of the two. Then afterwards, after the opening dua, then the believer in the Salah makes isti'adah, seeking refuge in Allah from the shaytan, the accursed shaytan. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, wa sallallahu ala muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.